Alrighty, welcome back now to the JMO Sports Podcast. This is the 18th episode today about the history of NASCAR. Um, not one of the biggest topics that I've done uh, because not a lot of people like it, like NASCAR. But um, it's it's one of my fa- uh, one of my favorite um, sports. There is it's a it's a motor sport, um, not technically like sports sport, but it is a motor sport. So. Um, it is included in this po- uh, uh, podcast. So, um, but today's episode, like I said, we will talk about the history of NASCAR and my predictions for this weekend's games. Um, which this weekend's games has got some very good matchups um, from what I have seen. So let's get on to the first topic, which is the history of NASCAR. Alrighty, we're now on to the first topic of these of this podcast episode, the history of NASCAR. Um, like like I've done in the in, in the last few uh, history episodes, um, I've gotten some of the biggest information. This one is not a whole lot because um, from uh, everywhere I've gotten, it was just the same information, so nothing really uh, more than than other sports. But um, like I said, I've gotten most of the um, bigger type things, um, and the first thing is the uh, since the inception as the strictly stock division, which is what it was called before the NASCAR, um, and is what is now known as the Monster Energy Cup Series, um, has since evolved into one of the most popular sports in the world. On December fourteenth of nineteen forty seven, Bill France Sr. organized a meeting at the Steamline or Streamline Hotel in Daytona Beach, Florida, to discuss the future of stock car racing, NASCAR. The uh, National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing is, is conceived. Um, Bill France uh, Sr. is the um, or was the owner of NASCAR, uh, basically the creator of NASCAR, if uh, if you want to be technical about it. Um, a year later, on February 15th of 1948, NASCAR is uh, would run its first race in Daytona Beach um, at the Beach Road Course. Uh, Red Byron uh, won this uh, won the very first race in a Ford. Um, a year, another year later, in June of 19th of 1949, the first NASCAR strictly stock car, currently Monster Energy Cup Series, race is held at the Charlotte Fairgrounds Speedway. One by Jim Ropper. Um, so, like I said, these those are the first two races that uh, they had. Um, so, I, I guess because it goes from February fifteenth of nineteen forty eight, running the first race at Daytona Beach on the road course, going to the but the first strictly uh, NASCAR strictly stock race um, it was uh, first held at the Charlotte Fairgrounds Speedway. So. I guess maybe they didn't, from that time period, running it at Daytona Beach on the beach road course and then going to a speedway, they were probably trying to figure out, okay, what are we going to do and, and how can we do it and whatnot. So, um, October 16th of 1949, Red Byron uh, wins the first NASCAR Strictly Stock Championship, which is now known as the uh, Monster Energy Cup Championship. Um and it was it was pretty interesting to see that 
um, that they didn't they didn't call it. Or I guess they didn't have any sponsors at the time. That's why they call it NASCAR Strictly Stock Championship. Because like nowadays we have we had we've had the Sprint Cup Championship, we've had the Monster Energy Cup Series, the Nextel Cup Series, the Winston Cup Series, and we had so many different things. So I guess at that time they just didn't have any sponsors. But it, it was 1949, so I'm assuming maybe there wasn't that many people willing to sponsor something that had just started within two years. Um, so it, it, it makes sense, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, this thing's probably going to go off maybe because I don't know. But, um, but yeah. Um, on February 18th of 1979, CBS prevent, uh, presents... The first flag-to-flag coverage of a 500-mile uh, NASCAR event, which, which was the Daytona 500, a show that not soon to be forgotten as Richard Petty avo- avoids an incident between Kyle Yarbrough and Donnie Allison in the last lap to win the race. Um, and that was one thing I always wondered of who won the first Daytona 500. Um, and then doing the research, I found out it was Richard Petty. Um, but it was... Uh, Based off a last-minute crash between Carl, uh, Kale Yarbrough, uh, Borough, I think is how you say the name, and Donnie Allison. So they were, uh, from what it says, it says those two were leading leading the race, and then they got into a wreck, and then Richard Petty somehow made it through and ended up winning the race. So if it wasn't for uh, that wreck, Richard Petty probably would not have won that race, and maybe he wouldn't have became the NASCAR legend that he turned out to be so it's it's pretty cool to see um see stuff like this maybe plan out to where it might not have been stuff like that where he wins all these big things um but on november uh, 18th 1979 richard petty wins his record seventh series championship race um richard richard petty probably like i said is he is probably one of the biggest NASCAR racers of all time. It's gonna be. It, it would be hard to really top somebody like him and Dale Earnhardt, two of the best drivers to ever um, touch that track. Um, but then um, it's it's and it's there's there's some drivers nowadays that very well could take those titles, but it's gonna take a lot for these guys to actually take the title from Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt Sr. Um, um, but on August 6, 1994, Jeff Gordon wins the first Brickyard 400 at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, Jeff Gordon is another one that's up there. He's probably one of the greatest NASCAR drivers of all time. Um, I, I, when I was growing up in the NASCAR world, um, early on, um, I was, I'm, I've been a big Jimmy Johnson fan since, uh, God, since I was about four or five years old, watching him win the first his first title in 2006, and then um, the next five in a row from 2006 to 2011. Um, no, I'm sorry, 2006 to 2010. My bad. Um, I, I was off a year. He and then he won it in 2013 to win the sixth one, and then uh, won it in 2016 to win his record seventh one. Um, you know it's very very cool to see that, but like I said, Jeff Gordon would be up there, um, winning only four championships, but he was still a amazing driver. And in his last season, he made it to the final four and could have won the fifth one, 
but um, came up just short, um, finishing third, third or fourth, um, I believe. Um, on October 23, 1994, Dylan Hart uh, Sr. joins Richard Petty as the second driver in the series history to win seven NASCAR Series championships. And then finally, um, on November 20th of 2016, as I hinted earlier, Jimmy Johnson makes history with his record uh, uh, tying seventh NASCAR championship, tying both uh, Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt Sr., the only current driver um, to have done so. Nobody else is close enough to it. Um, or current drivers, nobody is close enough to it. As of right now, the the um, most championships won by a single driver that's still currently racing is about two or three. Um, but it's and all all these information th- like these are some of the big ones. All the others were kind of kind of boring facts, not really that interesting. Um, but uh, these are kind of like some of the big ones that I I've I found and that I thought would be interesting for y'all. Alrighty. So now we're heading on to the second topic of this episode, which is the, my predictions for this upcoming uh, uh, NCAA football games. Alrighty, here we are now to the second topic, which is my predictions. For this um, upcoming weekend's games, um, and like this is like I, I didn't pick as many as I did in my football predictions episode, um, but I picked just like some of the biggest ones that I kind of I thought would um, be very interesting that everybody would want to see this weekend. So um, on Thursday, which uh, was was yesterday, um, I'm sorry, no today, I'm sorry today. Um, Virginia will be playing Miami. Um, Miami, ever since their loss to Alabama, has kind of dropped the ball. They've gone back and forth um, since that loss to Alabama. Um, And then Virginia has done about the same, kind of going back and forth and wins and losses. But I picked Miami just just because I I wanted to pick somebody and I didn't really know who to go with. Um, uh, Tomorrow, Friday, October 1st, Number five, Iowa will be playing Maryland. Um, this one was kind of easy pick, uh, so I picked Iowa. But at the same, Maryland does have a decently good program this year, to where an upset could be very, very uh, possible. Um, and then now the big games, um, Saturday, October second. Um, like I said, there, there's going to be some big games, um, some very interesting games going on this weekend. Um, some are, are kind of, ob- at least the ones that I picked, some of them are kind of obvious of who's going to win. Some of them are not really that obvious. Um, so, But the first game is number eight, Arkansas versus number two, Georgia. Um, all, Arkansas has been doing a lot better than they ever have uh, at least in a while, um, but it's it's crazy how good they're doing this year. They're ranked eight. It's, uh, it's the highest they've been uh, in a long time. Um, but I think that's going to come to an end um, Saturday playing against Georgia, uh, number two Georgia, matter of fact. But um, 
because Georgia Georgia's offense um, and is done fair, but their defense has done very very well so far. Um, and th- this one could go either way, but I just I'm strongly on the side of Georgia, just because they've looked very very well um, so far this season. Um, the next game I picked was number 14, Michigan versus Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin is another one of those ones that they they, they did well uh, the first week. They lost to Penn State, but they still looked pretty good um, up until like the fourth quarter of that game. But ever since then, they have done fair. But Michigan is taking a turn that I didn't expect to see them until they got rid of their head coach. But they're actually doing fairly well, so maybe he something got lit under his butt, and now he's actually starting to coach a good football program. So, um, But I, I went Michigan because was, uh, Michigan has had a more consistent win rate so far than Wisconsin has, um, but it's you, you never really know. It's another one of those ones that could be an upset. Um, the next one is number seven, Cincinnati versus number nine, Notre Dame. Um, I didn't really know who to go with because Cincinnati has not looked like, I wouldn't, I would, wouldn't say a number seven team, maybe low, um, mid to low teens, I guess, because he's not, they're not doing that good. They're, they're still on, on, on the Good little streak, but it's just, I don't know. But Notre Dame at the same time has done about the same. Don't really think they're both should be in the top ten, but I, I don't make the rankings and, and whatnot. So, um, But I went Cincinnati mainly just because they had the higher ranking, but this one's going to be a fairly even game in my opinion. Um, and the next one. Number 12, Ole Miss versus number 1, Alabama. Um, this one for Alabama is probably going to be one of the, like, besides Florida, another challenging game for them um, because Ole Miss has looked fairly well this year. Um, and Ole Miss usually always is one of the ones that gives us a big challenge just about every year. We've had years like a couple years ago against Joe Burrow and that LSU team. Um, that team looked very, very good that year. Um, but normally Ole Miss is one of those consistent ones that always gives us a run for our money. Um, so this it's going to be a good game this weekend for Alabama. Um, and they, I would say for Alabama, they do not need to be like lenient. Like Unless we get up by 50 points, I, okay. But I would not come into this thing thinking, okay, we're automatically going to win this thing. Because that is not the right mentality to have against a Ole Miss team that has probably looked the best they they have in a while. Um, but like I said, of course I went Alabama, but at the same time, it's going to be a it's going to be a very very good game um, on Saturday. Uh, kind of wish I was going to it, but I was not given the opportunity this week. Um, the next game is number three Oregon versus Stanford. Um, Stanford has looked fair, but Oregon has looked very, very well this year. They were high in the rankings to, uh, before the season started, and but they weren't like in the top ten. But they were high enough 
to where with the way they've been playing and the way the top the top ten has been playing, it's not been too good. But they're they've been good, re, very very well is where they look so far, and um, I could see them making the playoffs. I don't know about winning it. I'm gonna need to see a little bit more out of them before I can really say, hey, they're guaranteed going to the playoffs. Um, because they have not been to a national title game since they played Auburn back in 2010, which they ended up losing, but that was also the year they had Cam Newton. Um, and Cam Newton, he, he was just he, he was dominating the college world at that time with it, um, him being a mobile quarterback and also having the ability to be able to throw the ball as good as he did. Um, so, but it's, it's going to be... I think Oregon's going to be a team to be reckoned with, as, and but if they get that one loss, I think it's going to go right downhill with them. Um, the next game is number six, Oklahoma versus Kansas State. Well, the story of Oklahoma this year, they are not going to the playoffs. I can go ahead and I'll put money down on it right now. With Oklahoma barely squeaking by Teams that they should be wiping the floor with, they are not going to make it to the playoffs. And if they do, they will not make it past that first round. Because Oklahoma should not be in the top ten. I, fair, really, I don't think they should be ranked right now with the way they've been playing. Barely squeaking by teams, like I said, that most, most teams would probably blow out. But... Just because they're winning it, they're still ranked. But luckily, they're going down, which is what I like to see. But they should not be in the top 10, top 25, matter of fact. But like I said, I can't can't change that. So I'm going Kansas State on this one just because Oklahoma will lose sooner or later. This, This luck that they've had will run out. Sooner or later, like I said. Um, the next game is Nevada versus Boise State. My picks with Boise State have gone back and forth. I pick Boise State every time. They've gone back and forth with their win and losses. Um, I'm going Boise State again, and I'm putting money down right now. If they lose, I will I will not pick them again. They will not even make my predictions for the week if they lose um, this weekend. Um, but I, like I said, I went Boise State, but you never know. Um, the next thing is um, a pretty big rivalry that's gone um, back and forth over the years. Uh, number 10, Florida versus Kentucky. Um, from what it looks like, Kentucky does not have a, a good enough team, though I think where this Florida team that they have this year is I don't think Kentucky is going to win this year. I, th- I think Florida – Still coming off that Alabama loss, which, and I guarantee they're saying that uh, they should have beat Alabama. And, and f- to be to be honest, I, I was I was thinking they were going to win it too uh, there for a second, but towards the end they made some small mistakes that very well did cost them the game. Um, and so, but I, I think they're still a little mad the fact that they lost. To Alabama um, a couple weeks ago, but um, it's it, it's over with now. But I, I think they're still in the hunt for um, 
for a spot in the uh, playoffs and also the SEC championship game. Um, so, like I said, I went Florida, but um, you never know. Um, the next game is number 21, Baylor versus number 19, Oklahoma State. Um, this one, I didn't really know who to pick because both have done about the same, only being two ranks apart. Um, but you never, like, this, and something funny that I, I saw um, on Instagram from, I think it, it was either SportsCenter or ESPN posted it, um, that apparently some. Baylor fans or students or whatever it was um, broke into Oklahoma State Stadium and uh, put a teddy bear on in the center of their logo on the 50-yard line, and I thought that was kind of funny. You don't see that much of that um, because I, I think it's kind of hard to break into a stadium. I would assume so. I've never done it. I wouldn't want to do it, but um, I, I, I would assume that it's pretty hard, and I don't know how they did it. They might have a, a, somebody helping them out, or I don't know. But um, but I thought that was kind of funny. So I went Baylor um, because uh, the last couple times I picked Baylor, they won. So maybe maybe this is another chance they could. Um, the next game is uh, Liberty versus UAB. Um, I picked UAB just because they're closer to home, and Liberty has not had a good program in, in Ever, I guess, because um, I hardly ever hear anything about them unless they win. Um, but the next game is Indiana versus number four, Penn State. Um, Indiana, to start off the year, was ranked. Then they had a couple losses and dropped. And But I was going to go Penn State regardless if they were ranked or not and because Penn State's team has looked fairly well. Um, it could be an upset game, but um, I don't think so. I kind of highly doubt it. Um, the next game is number 22, Auburn versus LSU. Um, I went Auburn um, just because LSU has not looked good. They, they've had a couple wins here lately, but they have not looked good like they did a couple years ago. Losing all their people, uh, their big stars, half the coaching staff. And I can imagine it's been hard on uh, Coach O down there in LSU, um, probably having to start from scratch almost. And um, But I just I think Auburn's got a good enough team. Um, barely squeaking by Georgia State last week, um, coming down to the wire. Um, but, I, it's, I, but I think they have a good enough team where they could beat LSU this Saturday. Um, the next and final game is Arizona State. Versus UCLA, uh, number 20, UCLA. Um, with the way UCLA has been playing, this one could go either way. Um, Arizona State has looked fair, um, but UCLA has done, they at least have some wins under their belt to where they very well could, but they started off so well at the beginning of the season and have dropped dramatically. They got a win last week. Um, um, but I don't, I don't see them. I, I like I said, I picked them, but at the same time, it's gonna be it's I it's I don't know. So, um, but yeah, th those are my predictions for this weekend's games, um, and I will give updates on how I did in those games uh, coming Monday. 
Um, so let's get on to the third and final topic, which is just some little goodbyes. Alrighty, now we're on to the final topic, which is just some goodbyes. Um, um, everything has been going fairly well, um, and if you did not, if you are not uh, um, following me on Instagram, um, just a little update. Um, starting next week, um, I'll be going back to the Monday, Wednesday, and every now and then a Thursday episodes. Um, because I've realized that um, doing one every day is probably not the best thing because my plays uh, on my episodes have dropped dramatically. Doing it this week, I, I, don't, I haven't had nearly as much as I did when I was doing the Monday, Wednesday, Thursday um, thing. So, um, so it's gonna it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be different doing it like this. Going back to it. Uh, but I, I just think it's best uh, for me to do that, and um, and I think it's best. That I, I think y'all will probably like that a little bit more to where you're not being bombarded every single day with a episode. Um, and if you, if if for some reason you like it like that, um, go on my Instagram and follow me at jmocbc. That is at jmocbc. Or um, at my podcast uh, Instagram, which is at JM or JMOs underscore underscore sports underscore podcast. And when you do follow me, I strongly recommend that um, in your little description that I would be able to see that you say uh, you're a podcast listener because I have uh, I've had people that I uh, accept their uh, follow and it turns out they were big scammers. And um, I don't want to risk that and get my account hacked and then have to try to get all that stuff back. I just so if you could if you could do that if you're not already um, following me on Instagram, just go to my uh, put in your description uh, that you are uh, a podcast listener. Um, coming on uh, Monday, um, I will be going over um, my. My um, my predictions for this past weekend's game or this weekend's games, but uh, um, the topic for Mondays will be um, how the baseball season is going, um, and then on Wednesday next Wednesday will be the NASCAR uh, playoffs. So um, that is how next week's episodes are going to work, and but it's it's been. Uh, it's been fun doing all this, and if, like I said, if you want any specific topics or anything uh, uh, of that nature, um, just send them my way on my Instagram um, to let me know um, what you want to hear, basically, because um, I'm open for ideas. Um, I'm kind of running out of ideas at this point to where I'm going to have to start coming up with random stuff and I don't want to do that so if there's anything you specifically want to hear um, just let me know um, and then also if you have any comments concerns things I should change and whatnot um, also send me that on my Instagram because I'm, I'm willing to improve and I'm looking for 
ways to improve and um, if there's things y'all want me to do differently or what um, like I said just let me know so um, but yeah it's like I said this is all it's all been fun um, um, it's gonna be good for me to go back to the Monday Wednesday thing because when I get home from work I'm tired so <laughs> but yeah I'm tired and I want to I want to come home and go straight to bed but um, I did a podcast every day which is probably not the best thing being up at one o'clock in the morning but I just I decided to do it because I thought y'all would like it but um and and I probably it's probably just how late I'm doing it uh, was probably another thing uh, probably doing it around lunchtime like how I I wanted to but it's just I can't get home in time to do it around that time so that's why I'm doing it what right as I get home and the latest would be about two o'clock when I would put it out so um but yeah that's that's a that's about it um um I will see y'all Monday on the JMO sports podcast um see y'all later